Welcome friends to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. How to deal with restlessness and irritability. Welcome friends to Someone Gets Me. And today we're going to talk about that restless, angst, irritable kind of feeling that we all go through at times. Some people call it anxiety and it's related to anxiety and could even have anxiety. Some people get that kind of existential depression that happens where you're asking questions like, is what I do any good at all? Do I have any value in the world? Why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, how come I landed where I am or what's going on in the world? We all have these existential situations that can be angsty and full of irritability and that nasty feeling that we don't like often. So I want to talk about how to deal with that and what to do, particularly if you're sensitive or an overthinker, people who like to figure things out. This is for you, right? Because I've noticed that in myself too, and in lots of people I'm working with, there's this this irritability and this kind of restlessness that shows up, which is usually why people call me, where they're unsatisfied, but they don't really know why or how come, because on the outside, everything looks great, but inside is all discombobulated. So let's talk about that. Where does it come from? Well, it comes because what we think it should be out here in the world, what our brain says it should be, and what it is, are two separate things. What I'm told my experience should be and what my experience is don't line up. And so there becomes like a rub, if you will, or a static and a, a restlessness in, in that spot, in that place where it varies. Now, when we say we should do something, that's putting shame on top of what we could do, right? So just right there is something to pay attention to. If you are saying, I should this, I should do that, or you should, pointing the finger at anything else, another person or situation or organization, then what we're doing is we're shaming something. And that's not healthy. Shame means I'm inherently not worthy. Guilt means I made a mistake. So they're very different things. And so when we're shaming ourselves or others, knowingly or unknowingly, then we create increased angst, anxiety, upset. By definition. That's one way it can get caused. Another way it can get caused is by us growing, setting out on a personal development journey. I have several clients that have said to me at the beginning of our work together, I look back on my, my own past and my family's past, and I'm going to break the cycle. I'm not going to act like my parents or grandparents did, or I'm going to do something different. They make an internal, very strong decision that they're not going to follow the history of their family and of their own lives often, whether it's in 
academia, you know, like I'm going to be more educated or I'm going to go down a different road or I'm not going to be as educated as everyone else. There's all kinds of ways to think about this. So when we make a decision to break the family pattern, we send a message internally and out into the world that we're going to do something different. So when you try to stay in the status quo, after making that decision, angst and irritability often show up along with existential stuff, restlessness. Restlessness is the first key. Because the word decide means to cut out all other possibilities. So when I make a decision, I have by definition cut out any other possibility and this is what I'm going to do. So I'm going to break the family tradition, the family pattern. That means that whenever I try to dance back into the family pattern, I will feel more and more restless and more and more irritable because I decided to do something different. And now I've created a dissonance. So those are the two big ways. There's lots of other ways. Some people call it a midlife crisis, right? get to a certain age and we look around and go, oh my gosh, that's not the way I wanted my life to be. And we start doing stuff. Now, some people medicate or buy cars or spend money or go on trips. And some people decide to grow beyond that temporary pleasure. I had a client many years ago who um, was quite wealthy and she bought a beach house and a really high-end car at the time. And then about three weeks later, she called me and said, Diana, it didn't work. I go, what didn't work? She goes, I really like the house. She goes, but the car didn't work. The, the high, if you will, from the car, the pleasure she received from the car lasted about three weeks. And she noticed how she was right back to where she was feeling restless and irritable and more and more discontent. And that was because she tried to medicate that inner calling to do something greater. So whenever we have this restlessness, no matter how we get there, it's trying to invite us forward to do something greater with our lives, to bring a deeper meaning to our lives, whatever that looks like. And for all of us, it's going to be a little different, but there's one common theme, and that is that it's a benefit to humanity. It's a beneficial presence to the world. You know it's your calling when it serves yourself and the greater good. It's a, it's a positive benefit to the world. So when you're acting in greed or selfishness or unresolved trauma and you're upset or restless or angry or acting up in any way, then that's not a beneficial presence. That's how you, one of the ways you can tell very quickly is what you're about to do or say or be for the highest good of all concerned. That's that's the test, right? For the highest good of all concerned is what I'm doing for the highest good of all concerned, and you are included in that. So a lot of times people get this restless feeling and they try, first they try to medicate and then they worry about the whole and then they dive into sometimes the depression or they do whatever or they distract in some way. But what happens is that whole, that restlessness continues to grow until we address it. And I can go through countless people I've helped. I can tell you my own story about it. But the truth is the pattern's the same. We become a little bit restless. Things aren't working the way we want. We get a little bit more discontent and a little bit more irritated and a little bit more frustrated. 
And then pretty soon our tolerance becomes shorter and shorter and shorter. And then if we're not careful, we either blow up or implode, which is depression or aggression. And then we start to either blame ourselves or blame other people, or we might even self-sabotage. Self-sabotage comes from fear of success. We could do all kinds of things instead of saying, huh, maybe I'm supposed to be doing something a little differently than I am. And what are my options? What are the possibilities? What is this awakening that's trying to happen? Because that restlessness and discontent is your higher self, your inner self, trying to emerge with something even more amazing than you're already doing, even more um, profound and loving and kind to yourself and others than you're already doing. And I see it particularly happen in lots of visionary people and gifted people I work with where they're already doing great things, yet there's always more. One time I was um, getting ready to leave a job. I thought I would never leave. I thought I would retire there, which now I look back and kind of laugh because it was so many years ago, but I just loved it so much. And then then I started not loving it. I started getting irritable and restless, partly because my calling was bigger but also partly because the other people involved started going the other way, starting getting more and more greedy and more self-centered and more um, controlling. And so rather than growing forward into a higher expression, they followed the fear path. And I was consciously doing my spiritual work to follow the faith path of knowing that there's always more. So independent of religiosity or all those things, it matters that we're paying attention. Am I letting fear run my show or am I allowing the higher love and flow and elegance of the world, the universe, the higher way, whatever you want to call it, am I letting that run the show? And I like to choose that higher universal way. And so even when I feel that fear coming up or that angst coming up, I notice myself getting irritable. Today, what I do, instead of giving into it, here's a clue, you guys, listen up. Instead of giving into it and letting myself get upset, I go, huh, what are you telling me? What's the message in this irritability and this discontent? Sometimes it's get the work done you're trying to get done. It's important in the world. Sometimes it's when was the last time you meditated and took care of yourself? Or when was the last time you journaled? Or sometimes it's, would you please go be in nature? You've been inside too long. It could be all kinds of things, but it's about listening. Listening to the fact that when you're irritable or you're restless, it means there is something more trying to be shown to you, trying to come through you, and you're ignoring it on purpose or not on purpose. It's not about blame. It's not about pointing a finger. It's about going, huh, being curious. It's about looking for what it is that the message is. So like yesterday, even, I was quite restless on and off. And I knew it was because all I wanted to be was in the sun. I wanted to go connect with the sun and Mother Earth. And it was cold and rainy outside. So it wasn't really, a, it wasn't a sunny day. And and. It was rainy and cold, and so it wasn't that ideal time for me to go, go, oh, yeah, I want to connect to Mother Earth. And so I noticed myself getting a little bit more irritable than I otherwise would. 
So I went and hung out with my plants and I meditated and I let myself be as close to that as I could in a comfortable way. So there's all kinds of ways to do this. But number one is to know, yes, I'm irritable. And yes, there is something more trying to happen here. That's the first most important thing. If we give into it, we become a slave to it. Let me say that again. If you give in to the restlessness and irritability and discomfort, you become a slave to that emotion, that experience, that process. And we're trying to free ourselves from that slavery. So we say, huh, what is this? You let your curiosity invite to emerge whatever the amazing thing is. For me, often it's something I need to write or something I need to share, or sometimes it's a person I should call and speak to and just be connected to. And sometimes it's being more connected to me. But unless I ask the question, I never know the answer. Then the second step after we ask the question and we get the answer is to follow directions. Yeah, I know sometimes I get the, the in, impression, oh, you should, you should um, meditate a little bit more. Just quiet down on the inside and see what comes next. There's creative juices afoot. Visionary, gifted people, we have a lot of creative juices. So you could feel it percolating in there and give it a chance to percolate. And then sometimes I'll listen to that. And other times, my ego, that's not my amigo, will say, oh, just keep on going. Go do this. Go do that. Distract yourself here. And then pretty soon, by that night, I'm more irritable, right? Because I didn't listen. So the second step is to listen to that message, even if you don't understand it, and particularly if you don't understand it. If I don't understand it, sometimes I listen more because I'm like, what is that? It's usually your higher self reminding you there's always more. There's something amazing trying to come into your life. Often, we need to follow directions from other people, right? Like mentors or coaches or friends or whatever, or our own divine ideas. And a lot of times, clients of mine will say, yeah, I did everything I was supposed to do. I made all the money. I made my family happy. I've done all these things. and I'm still wanting to grow more. So that's when it's important to let our curiosity and let our discernment try new things. Because sometimes that new thing, whether it's related to our mission or not, whether it's related to our purpose or not, sparks the creativity, sparks the calling, sparks that inner part of us that gets excited about something. Because the irritability and that restlessness and that that kind of static, that discontent, is that new expression, that awakening trying to emerge. So if you stuff it down, it'll keep trying to show up in different ways and and make your life way more staticky and difficult. If you say yes to it, it may not be immediately clear. That's why it takes a little bit of patience and time and sometimes somebody who uh, somebody else who knows how to how to decipher the meanings of things to assist us. I do that with lots of my clients is, okay, well, let's ask this question or let's look at it this way. Because when two or more heads are together, when more than one person is feeling into a situation, it's much easier to start looking at different options and choices. It's really quite fun, actually. So now whenever I get irritable and restless, at first I get all, I call it stamping my princess foot, stamp my foot, stamp my foot. 
then I say, huh, what's coming next? Sometimes that irritability and that discontent can last for a while, a week or two or a month, maybe even. Sometimes it's much shorter. The key is to keep walking through it. Keep on going. Keep on going. Do the next right thing. There are many days because I'm gifted and twice exceptional that I have to just say, just do the next thing, Diane. Just do the next thing. Just do the next thing. Whatever that is, just do that. And then pretty soon, as that discontent lifts, I see. I can see what it is that was trying to emerge. It becomes obvious. The mission, the purpose, the connection, whatever it is, begins to show up in a greater way. So it takes patience. It takes willing, willingness to keep on going. And most of the time, we don't understand it as we go. We don't. We just don't understand it all the time. And it's okay. You don't have to understand it. Again, that's why you have people in your circle that you can call and say, hey, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Now, sometimes the people who you call to say this is what's going on can relate to you and talk back in, a, in an educated way because they've done it too. Other times, they're friends who can just listen. And they may not be able to give feedback, but they don't need to. They just hear it being heard sometimes is all that's needed. So understand that if you're dealing with restlessness, irritability, or discontent, that it is a message from your inner self that there is more. There is something else you're supposed to be doing. If you are living in or responding to the fear in the world and within you, and you're allowing that angst to run you, you are living like an acting out little three-year-old scared to death. And that's not the goal for us adults. Us adults, is it's time to say, yes, I feel this experience. This is the energy. Fear means get prepared. So what are we doing? What's the action? For me, the action is sit down for a minute and journal and pay attention and ask questions internally. For me, the, another, another option is to talk to people about it. If I feel led to call a person or, or talk about it, sometimes it's writing about it. Sometimes it's just sitting in it. Sometimes it's expressing it in a safe way where it's just get, the, get, the, get it out, get the steam out of the pressure cooker and let it keep cooking. All different answers. That's why it's good to have a mentor. That's why it's good to have somebody in your life that you can bounce things off of. That's not trying to solve it for you. And that's not trying to do the work for you, but helping just be that presence, right? So if you're dealing with restlessness, irritability, or discontent, in its paradox of all paradoxes, it's a good thing. It means you're growing. It means you're evolving. It means you're developing. It means you're receiving the engraved invitation from your higher self and the universe to be greater, to shine your light more, and to step into your own personal sovereignty. That's what it means. Now, you have a choice of accepting the invitation or not. If you don't accept the invitation, there are consequences. You will keep getting the invitation over and over again in more creative and bigger ways over time. That's how it works. It's happened to me. If you do accept the invitation, there are consequences. Consequence comes either way. Can't avoid that. The consequence of accepting the invitation is sometimes it's a ride you've never expected or a complete turn in your life you never expected 
Or sometimes when you accept the invitation, there's more restlessness at first before it relieves. Because sometimes when we're breaking those old patterns or we're shifting our lives or we're following where we know we need to go, there's a lot of adjustment that needs to happen. And it feels kind of wonky sometimes. It's okay. When we follow the right path and we know with our heart of hearts that we are doing something that's a beneficial presence for ourselves and others, it can feel wonky. It can feel funny. It can be difficult. Again, that's why it matters that you have a really strong support system. So get yourself a support system. It can be therapists, mentors, coaches, friends, other like-minded people, all the above. And allow yourself to say, huh, what is trying to emerge here? What is trying to emerge? Listen, and then take healthy, appropriate action. Allow yourself to say yes to what's meant to you in the higher way. Allow yourself to be free of the fear and the human ignorance that holds us back. A lot of the discord on this planet right now are people trying to hold on to the old with a death grip and the new trying to emerge with authority and sovereignty. And thus, we have a clash. So when we allow ourselves to free that death grip of fear and we allow ourselves to ask what's for the highest good of all concerned instead of being selfish and fearful, we become that beneficial presence that it's, makes our lives better, it's needed in the world, and it relieves the irritability, discontent, and angst. Now, each one of us is going to look different. So don't compare yourself to people. People like to compare. Well, my message isn't like yours, Diane, or I can't do what you can do, or what about that? Well, there's a lot of things I can't do. There's a lot of things gifted people can't do. It's not about what we can or can't do. It's about what are you called to do? What's important from your heart? Do that with a sense of unconditional love for all sentient beings, all sentient beings. Doing what's from your heart, not from your fear-based ego. Try it out. Let me know what happens. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that the show, this show, Someone Gets Me, serves you on a weekly basis. And if you ever have any suggestions for something you'd like me to talk about, please just email me. My email is in the show notes, and I will be happy to look into that topic and do um, a message around your request, because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to serve and to inspire and to educate and be a light in your world. So as you are a light in my world, I hope I'm a light in your world. And remember that you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose. You are a mighty being. Stand in your sovereignty and free yourself from that bondage of human fear. See how amazing your world can be. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.